ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hack the Dino. I'm one of your civilized people here to talk to you. My name's Ben Rosenthal. I'm joined by Dan McGuinness. Hello. Floppy Starrick. Hello. And Mr. Braden Dixon. Hello. And boy, oh howdy, have we got a topic for you to discuss today. But first, perhaps you'd like to watch some of our videos over on youtube.com backslash hack the dino. Or maybe head on over to twitch.tv backslash hack the dino and watch us record our show live. Or finally, you might want to head on over to Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud and maybe listen to our dulcet tones entering your ears and then rummaging around to find the nuggets that they can nourish and impregnate with their Who awesomeness. I don't know, I don't but know I don't why. like anyway, we're, we're getting like rid of that him. guy. I don't either. I was getting jerk. aroused. <laughs> anyway, we're here to talk about a topic of the show, which we're gonna do now, and here it is. We're casting the Metal Gear movie. Yeah. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Kojima's Magnum Opus. We've been given exclusive rights to Get say to <laughs> who's going to be starring in it. I've picked my stars. These boys have picked their stars. Oh, boy, oh, boy, we've got some stuff for you. Um, but I've written Ooh. a little intro here. <clears throat> so if you'll bear with me, here we go. <clears throat> I know what you're thinking. What took you so long? Kept you waiting, huh? Well, here it is. We cast the Metal Gear movie. It'll surely leave you saying... You're pretty good. Thank you. Thank you. That was my uh, my uh, casting audition. Pretty good. I don't Thanks. know what was going on there. <laughs> uh, so basically, we uh, I've got some of the main characters out of the first Metal Gear Solid game. Uh, I've amalgamated some characters. So we didn't want this to go for 20 years like all of other Kojima's games. So I, I've chosen, I think, five or six of the no, main core ones. No Colonel. And, the goal shattered. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, and uh, we're going to say who we think should play them in a Metal Gear movie. Right. Uh, I should also say, for brevity, Solid, Liquid, and Big Boss will be played by the same actor because they're all clones, apart from Big Boss, who's the original. So, spoiler! Here we go. Deals! <laughs> First character is Sniper Wolf. Ooh. Now, Sniper Wolf is a ruthless and skilled sniper belonging to the renegade U.S. military special operations group, Foxhound. Her backstory is connected to the series' chief protagonist slash antagonist, Big Boss, who also rescued her in Iraq when she was a child. Now, my pick first. Uh, I'm picking someone who, when I first saw this character in a different movie, I thought, well, that's Sniper Wolf. Uh, Jandere Jones as Emma Frost in X-Men First Class. Uh, you can see her in the top right-hand corner there. That You can't tell me that's not Sniper Wolf right there. That's pretty Sniper Wolf. Um, she even acts like her. Uh, just highly eloquent and uh, looks down on others and uh, just has that real uh, stern gaze. Just it cuts through her eyes, cut through you when when she's looking at you, and it just has that venom to her that I think Sniper Wolf uh, has in the game as well. So, what do you reckon there? That's pretty good. It's, it's hard. It's hard to comment on other people's choices because I've made my own choice. Yeah, I know, but like if you can see it, and oh yeah, yeah. Think... I, actually, I've looked. I, I looked at all of them, and all of them I agree with. It's, it's really weird. I'm going to add like... something on the fly. After each character, we're going to choose. Which one we think will get it? Yeah, let's so we'll do that. put let's forward do our choices, and we'll or, go. or we could let the chat do it as well. Or the chat can speak up as well. Yes. Anyway, uh, so January Jones is my pick for Sniper Wolf. I'm not, Dan, am, who where, do you? Where think? am I? Yeah. Um, so I chose Elizabeth Banks. So um, she, yeah, I, I really only really know her as a Avery Jessup from Thirty Rock, Jack Donaghy's boy. Uh, Girlfriend? I've never seen this lady in my life. She's in a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, okay. I read that and thought that Elizabeth Banks was the chick from uh, American Pie. No, no. She's just, <laughs> I mean, she's just a great actor. She's, um, Sniper Wolf is known to be very beautiful. Mm -hmm. And she's, I think she's a really, uh, um, she's really kind of, yeah, she's just a, the actress I thought would play the best version. She's been in. She is very, uh, super funny. The Hunger Games series. She was in the most recent Charlie's Angels. Uh, she was the voice of Wildstyle in Lego Movie. Huh. A bunch of yeah. Stuff. So, and I thought with like Sniper Wolf, she's supposed to be the sexy kind of uh, almost movie starish. She was really repulsor in the Power Rangers live action. Movie. Oh, yes, of course. That's how I know. It. That. No, that's not. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've always thought she's a really funny, funny lady, and acts well, and she's very beautiful. And I just thought that would work well for Sniper Wolf with her, her, uh, her ladiness. Cool. Ladiness. 
Floppy, who do you think should be Sniper Wolf in the Metal Gear Solid movie? Okay, for Sniper Wolf, I picked Karen Gillan, and it wasn't until I wrote this down I've been I realized I've been saying her last name wrong. I've been calling her Gillian. Yeah, that's a comic book writer. Yeah, Kieran Gillian. Yep. So Karen Gillan. Uh, so first of all, we know that she can do tough assassin, ruthless, because she was uh, Nebula for Thanos in the Avengers films mm-hmm. and Guardians of the Galaxy. So we know that she can. Oh, do that. was she? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she can kick ass, man. Why, didn't I, why didn't I recognize her? Well, she, was, she was blue in a robot. And being pulled. That bitch was getting pulled apart. She's also so crazy. Amelia Pond in Doctor Who. Yeah, she was really oh, good in Doctor Who. Oh, yeah, yeah she, she, she was. was a, she was a, a doctor lady. And uh, as we can see her there in the top left, she was, uh, I think her name was, was it Ruby Rose or Rose in the new Jumanji film. So she can do the sexy look. She's got the sexy, sultry thing going on. She can kick ass ruthlessly as an assassin. So I think she fits it perfectly. But can she hold a giant gun between her legs? Yes. Which is, Don't ask me how I know. I won't lie. I picked this piece of art for the puppy wolf. In yeah, the sure, Brayden. Sure. Oh, sure, there's a wolf. Sure, sure, no, sure. This, this, so this is, is actually the most tame photo I've Ruby Roundhouse. I Thank had you. a you, official artwork of Sniper Wolf it that was, was there. It was literally 100 pixels by 100 pixels. Well, you just enhance, Brayden. That's not how that works. <laughs> Okay, so who do we think? We've got January Jones, Elizabeth Banks, or Karen Gillan. It, it's hard because uh, we're all going to vote for. Yeah, her. I know, but I think Braden should call it. Yeah, 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 oh. Braden. So oh, who I do you think, like Braden? Oh, I mean, I really liked Elizabeth Banks in uh, Charlie's Angels. I watched that recently, but I really like Karen Gillan. I, you know what? I kind of want to see Karen Gillan like absolutely like badass this up. I yeah, she can do done. It. And I'm also kind of picking her because she's the only not blonde. So, I chose a blonde on purpose because Sniper Wolf is greeny blonde. I know. <laughs> greeny blonde. She's just been in a really highly chlorinated pool. She's Kojima blonde. People in the uh, in the chat picking Elizabeth Banks. People in the chat picking a little bit of everyone. <laughs> I did think Scarlett Johansson. I was going to pick, but I thought it was too obvious. With yeah, the way too obvious. With the Black Widow thing. All right. Character number two. We've got Frank Yeager or... Grey Fox. Now, Grey Fox or Frank Yeager was Solid Snake's best friend and he was thought to be dead after the Zanzibar land disturbance detailed in Metal Gear 2, <laughs> Solid the, Snake. After the Zanzibar barcode yeah, closed down. <laughs> uh, Grey Fox's body was rebuilt only to resurface as a cyborg ninja on Shadow Moses, uh, sorry, on Shadow Moses Island in 2005. And we can see Solid Snake here oh, going oh. up against his former best friend who gets crushed under Metal Gear Rex. Spoiler. Uh, okay, so my pick for Grey Fox, a man who we may or may not see in flashback, so he has to be somewhat of a looker. Uh, he has to have a really iconic voice and has to be able to act within a suit. Now, I thought, who have we seen... <laughs> no, in a fully... Yeah, yeah I don't, I don't even... Uh, who have we seen be able to emote and, and give emotion through their I, acting performance? I was going to say this quickly. I did mine based on what his face looks like as well. Because <laughs> oh, okay. I... I did we, not. So we, so we don't have a face of what he looks like? All right, so uh, mine is Hugo Weaving. Uh, and the main thing here is you look at him in The Matrix, you look at him at V for Vendetta, and you look at him as the Red Skull. The guy has such a iconic face. Uh, it's so descriptive. It's so hard and cut. Um, I really think that he did really well under the mask uh, in V for Vendetta. Uh, and, yeah, just think that he'd be the perfect grey fox. Yeah, when I was up, you were going, I was reading your notes, there. I was like, yeah, that's a good pick. Like, it is a good pick. Hugo Weaving in V for Vendetta, every time he spoke, I was just like, yeah, keep talking. Keep yeah. talking. <laughs> like, yeah, um, I'm almost there. <laughs> um, I watched the, the Lord of the Rings the other day. You know, he's boss of the elves. Yeah. And he's so weird. He, he acts so weird in that film. Yeah, like, he so acts good. weird in every film. Yeah. He's fantastic. And that's like Kojima's hallmark. Like, oh. Weird is what he does. Some people are calling it too, he's too old. He's under a mask. Shut the hell up. I was going to say that voice <laughs> under the mask with like a martial artist doing the fighting. I'm there for it. I nearly chose I was going to go just like a, uh, a voice actor and have a CG character for this section, like oh, as in full yeah. CG with a voice. With no. like, but anyway, no, who did, did you choose, Dan? I didn't. I chose, um, where am I up to? Uh, how do you say his name? Paul Betty. Paul, Paul Bet- Be- Betney. 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 Paul Betney. Betney. Now, the reason I did this guy is because if you know what Sniper uh, Wolf look, looks like, he looks like this dude. Sniper Wolf. I mean, <laughs> Paul Bettany for Sniper Wolf. I get all those Grey bloody Fox. animals mixed up. Um, <laughs> yeah, did, like Grey that. Fox as a human looks so much like this guy. This guy's got the voice. No, he, he doesn't though. You don't think? No, he talks like this. I'm very quiet. He's, he's ah, an he's, Englishman. Oh, did, did, nah, I, I, sorry to bother you, did Solid you see Snake. Him in Solo? No, I didn't. 
He plays a threatening mob boss. And yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he obviously I have seen Solo, and he obviously had such a great performance that he left a huge He's impression the main on me. Bad guy. No, nah, no. Nah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So, um, I just chose him because I think he looks a lot like the ca- the, the character. Um, can we bring up a character of what the character looks like? I can. Just quickly, just so it's Frank it, Jaeger. That's his name, isn't it? Yeah, yep. Jaeger. Yep. Jaeger bomb. <laughs> Jaeger bombers, Brayden, if you can. Yeah, yeah. While Brayden's that. doing that, I'm going to go on. So, yeah, I was going to. Um, he's got the body. He's proven that with being Vizio. Vizio? Vizio? <laughs> Vision? Vision. He's got the body. He could go on the mark. Da Vinci code? And, um, yeah, so I'm stalling for time now. So, if Brayden wants to bring that up. Why on earth are there no photos of this guy? It doesn't matter. You go on. Anyhow, floppy. Next, floppy. Who are you picking okay, for so Grey Fox? I went a little bit off, like what he looks like with under his mask. I picked someone who I think can hold the character and obviously has the martial arts skills. So I went with Donnie Yen. Uh, We know that he's got the martial arts expertise. We've all seen Ip Man. We've seen things like that. Um, I think he can play a really cool character in the fact like he did in Star Wars Mm -hmm. or Rogue One where he's got that sort of um, almost spiritual way of speaking. Where he sort of he speaks about you know his experiences on the battlefield and things like that, mm-hmm. and I think so. I think and yeah, I know he's not typically the guy that Frank Yeager would look like, but I think he embodies that character. I well, think if movies have proven anything, is that you don't need to look like the character from the source material. And that's what I was trying to do. I was trying to get him. There. I think he embodies the character of Frank Yeager. Correct. I mean, if he's in the master whole film as well, it doesn't matter. I reckon that's a pretty damn good pick. Yeah, I personally. like that one. I, I I really dig that. Anyway, Brayden, who do you think we're casting for well, if, if in our Metal Gear movie? If who, you can't see his face, that one wins because mine, mine with Bayes and Woody. But again, we just said it doesn't matter what they look like. Exactly. So oh. got, I, I do like the uh, the pick with Donnie Yen, but uh, I think if we are going for, um, like, if we're going to have a little bit of, like, the second snake sees him being like a flashback yes. and actually having him there. I, I think Paul Bettany might be the pick. You've got the worst pick ever, bro. But I think you're just the worst. You just have to see what he looks like. He looks exactly it doesn't matter what he looks like. Yes, it does. Oh, Johnny Storm. Under there. Remember the Fantastic Four film? No. Were you one of the people who were up in arms that Johnny Storm didn't look like the blonde haired, no. blue eyed Aryan man? I cared though when they cast uh, Keanu Reeves as Constantine. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> So we can all agree that Donnie Yen is the best pick there, right? I yeah, no. think so. <laughs> you know what? It is. I just didn't want to give Floppy two in a row. <laughs> oh, man. Just pick the one for the one. Don't remember no, who yeah, chose it. We're, we're casting the perfect Metal Gear movie, Brady. Right. It if doesn't matter. Donnie Yen right, gets it. Yes, Donnie Yen. Good. Next. Cool guy. Correct. I know him. Who we go next? Uh, I'm just highlighting so I can remember at the end. Psycho Mantis. Uh, possibly the most intriguing villain of the uh, Metal Gear Solid my, game, if not my Sega. favorite. My favorite. Psycho Mantis. Yeah, it's my favorite. So we needed someone like for this one. I think it's really important that he is sort of like spindly because it is part of his character and that yes. telekinesis, him floating like this sort of scarecrow in midair. Um, Doesn't matter what it looks like. He could be muscly. <laughs> Wanna, it's part wanna, of the character that he's spindly. Do you want to give his little character description you've got there? I will. Uh, born in the early 1970s in Russia, Psycho Mantis is a true psychic capable of fourth wall breaking feats of power. <laughs> fourth wall breaking feats. Do it's amazing. You, you do you need fourth wall breaker in the film? No. Um, no. He, so he you looked, know what? I he, would. He and that'd be the only time. It'd just be one line. Yeah. One line. And it'd, it'd be, uh, oh, I don't know how they do it, but they'd have, have to do something. <laughs> yeah. um, so my pick for this, uh, someone who has the, again, the acting Ooh. chops. Um, did you make that, Brayden? That's a figurine. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, um, I used to have that figurine. Look, basically, David Tennant. I want David Tennant as uh, Psycho Mantis, purely because, A, I was always going to have one of the Doctors in it, and Tennant's one of my faves. Um, he has the comedic chops, which I think would be necessary to portray Psycho Mantis, uh, and I just think that uh, he's got the voice for it as well. Mm. Imagine that. He can do his Scottish accent, or he can do that English accent, or he can do the Purple Man accent. Oh, even uh, Crowley on um, Good Omens. I'm mm. trying to... Here's Grogan Crowley. Um, I'm trying to remember what... Um, Psycho Mantis' voice was like because it, 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 it sound, I remember it was through the mask it was through the mask yeah but it was oh I see that you like playing some games uh, is that? yeah <laughs> it's really campy it's really campy, it's campy. Really camp. my, my pick probably won't float then <laughs> mine's really serious uh, are we mate? yep you go. so I chose Jackie L. Haley is that how you say yeah. his name? So the, oh Rorschach 
the little man, little spindly man who, who plays Raw Shark. Um, he does a whole bunch of other stuff as well. He doesn't look anything like that in real life. You see him? He's mm. like a dude with a goatee and a bald and goatee man. But yeah, I just thought like he's he's a really good in kind of intense actor. He he fit the build. Um, yeah, and I thought he just looked good, like all like veiny and gross and that kind of thing. If they're going, if they're going for like a dark, gritty thing, I can see that. Well, he did the um, he did a really good Freddy in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street remake. That's true. Yes. No, he didn't. No, yeah, I didn't. He I didn't, do I, I didn't like one. that movie. Nah. <laughs> no, no, not don't about the movie, but he. I think he. Oh did yeah, a good Freddy. yeah, yeah. Well, well, yeah, he looked great. He looked gross. He did a good Freddy. Yeah. Okay, Floppy, who do you pick? Uh, so I've gone for somewhat, probably more of your AAA actor. I went for Joaquin, Joaquin, is it Joaquin? Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin, Joaquin. Phoenix. Uh, we all know, like, he's not afraid to take extreme measures to play a very tortured character. We've seen him in The Joker. We've seen him do it in lots of other films as well. I feel like he'd be the guy that would, not that I think it's a good thing, he would crash diet to get that look, and, and he would embody that character. Yeah, but, I mean, all right, uh... <clears throat> Joaquin Phoenix is a superb actor. Mm-hmm. Would you want like not waste him? But if you got Joaquin Phoenix on your film, you're not going to put him in, in a, a mask? as a bit player for five minutes. Like you need a big you, meaty role. You mean, you mean for like it. Donnie Yen for five minutes as Cyborg Ninja Dude? <laughs> no, but he he has like backstory that you would obviously yeah. flash back to. Whereas yeah. you know, I mean, you'd obviously you'd come onto the script, but you would have uh, Psycho Mantis sort of just sort of sitting in a room waiting for you to walk in. Um, you could give him a backstory. Yeah, you give him no, a backstory. Like, you don't want too many backstories. I mean, he has a, like if in the game he has an amazing backstory that's told as he's dying. Yeah, true. Which is really, I think, really cool and really powerful scene, and I think he would do that really well. Like he, Joaquin Phoenix loves doing those sort of the monologues that have those really powerful, really long monologues that have lots of meaning and stuff put in them. Yeah, mm. I think it'd be great. Braden, who do you think? Braden, Tenant. Tenant. <laughs> good. <laughs> Correct choice. It was very good. Uh, he would be good. The second I read it, I was like, "Man, his purple man! Like, I want him on board for this because he would get real creepy with it." Oh what, yeah. Was his purple man the one where he? What was that from? Jessica uh, Jones. Yeah. Alias. That was the one where he could just manipulate people into doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah yep. Okay. That, They're yeah, all like really cool. sleepers for him and stuff. Mm. Mm. Do you know what's really good about David Tennant as well? It's really easy to look at him at the screen all the time when you're talking. Isn't that right, Floppy? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay, next character. <laughs> Told off like a child. <laughs> well, I wouldn't need to if he followed simple instructions. Oh, I'm impulsive. Meryl Silverberg. G- <laughs> uh, the 18-year-old naive special forces operative. Meryl struggles to do what's necessary in moments of stress. <laughs> Like when she and Snake have to shoot their way out of the cell rooms at the beginning of the game, but her spirit is in the right place. Uh, for my pick here, no one would have heard of this girl, but uh, Rina uh, Takika. Takika? Anyway, um, she appeared in Attack, the Attack on Titan movie. She's also appeared in High Kick Girl, where she was the main actress. Uh, this is a legitimate uh, karate martial artist. She's freaking amazing with I what she can girl. do with her, uh, her kicks and her power. Um, she was in, I said, High Kick Girl with uh, Tatsuya Naka. Is that the name was, of it? Yeah, it's a Japanese movie. Um, yeah, fantastic martial artist. And I want to see Meryl not be this, um, you know, awkward 18-year-old who maybe has a bit of a crush on the slightly older Snake and just sort of bumbles around. I want her to kick ass and even be better than Snake at his own job. Like, I want to see this young kid just kick all the butt, and Rena can do that absolutely 100% without a question of a doubt. That wouldn't be very close to the actual game, though. Well, that's why you change it. Like, you don't have to have the actual game. You can take Oh, the here liberties. we go. The suits come in, changing stuff. <laughs> changing it up. Dan, what's your pick? Who did I pick? <laughs> I, I picked Emma Stone. Rubbish pick. Sorry. <laughs> Why not? She's all right. Why? Because you got red hair. <laughs> and she kicked so much ass as Gwen Stacy. Yeah, man. Oh, she. I'm sure she can. Uh, she can learn. <laughs> Floppy, who'd you pick? Uh, I did go for the person that was awkwardly 18 and probably would have a crush on Snake. Um, I went for Chloe Grace. Uh, is it Moretz? Moretz. 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 She's very uh, short. Who was kick ass? In kick she ass, she was hit girl. Yeah. So she was, you know, uh, Nicholas Cage's daughter who could kick ass, didn't mind dropping a C bomb, but she can still pull off the uh, the young and innocent look like she's done in other films, which are escaping me right now. Um. Yeah. Uh. 
personally, I think it's a bit of an obvious choice, but that's just me. Yep. Brayden? Yeah, once again, it uh, mm. goes to Ben here. I think he's got the most interesting one. I think it does harken back a little bit to its Asian roots, which I really like as well. Yeah. Good call. Okay, now for the most important and the most brilliant character of the entire Metal Gear Solid series. This man, he goes from protagonist to antagonist, back to protagonist, and then reveals as the antagonist at the end. But you really feel for him because of his, his tortured backstory. Um, you can relate to him. He's just a hell of an individual. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Revolver Ocelot, baby! That's right. The greatest character in Metal Gear history. Revolver Ocelot is one of the most enigmatic characters in the Metal Gear saga and arguably its true hero. His actions both on and off the screen both cause and end many of the events that define this decade-spanning story. Whew, I thought long and hard about this, but as soon as I saw this movie a couple of years back, I knew that that is the guy. You ready for this? Yes. Revolver Ocelot, the gun-toting cowboy, yes. played by Idris Elba. That's not the picture I gave you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a funny photo. Like, it's just, he, he's so I had the Dark Tower photo when he was in his leather. He had his... <laughs> you jerk face. <laughs> no, I really like this pic, though. He is excellent. That He would be great as Revolver. He's got the charisma. I have not he seen can Dark kick, Tower. He kicks ass. Like, he is brilliant. He he's is the this, best part of that film. He, <laughs> easily. He's this massive imposing force uh he's got the gun skills which i mean you know you can learn yep. but um yeah he's got the charisma charisma <laughs> he's a car uh, <laughs> it's like kick-ass charisma yeah no he, he's fantastic and if you look at uh the dark tower he, he's brilliant in that and that's basically revolver ocelot if he was a bit more of an asshole which is why i love him <laughs> dan who do you pick um, I thought the most uh, important thing you could get was a moustache. <laughs> <laughs> so I chose <laughs> Sam Elliott. That's not bad. So Sam Elliott is cool. Yeah, I mean, and Sam Elliott, um, yeah, uh, Big Lebowski, where he has like oh, the, the the hair like dude. that in the bar and stuff like that. He's got the voice, and he could just yeah. I just thought he just like a um. I, I based it on the moustache. i got to say, I wouldn't be surprised if Revolver Ocelot's look was based on Sam Elliott. Yeah. 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 Actually, that might be something worth looking at. Yeah, look into. at that last that photo there photo. and uh, his, his face shape. Yeah. 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 No, then... <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that was a good pick, actually. That is a good pick. All right, floppy. Uh, okay, so I went with one of my favourite actors. Mm -hmm. For a few reasons, I was trying not to do Emma Stone. Yes, <laughs> Andrew Garfield. <laughs> um, I went with Michael Keaton for Revolver Ocelot. Now, this is a guy that can do drama. He can do comedy. He can do showmanship. He can do in-depth portrayals of tortured souls or people that are manipulative. Okay, this guy has been Batman to Birdman to Vulture to Ocelot. Well, not Ocelot's yet. not a bird, is it? A bird? <laughs> no, it's a small, slimy it's animal. It's like a cat. Um, I'd like to see what Michael Keaton Ocelot looks like with a white... Yeah, it is. Sorry. Yeah, I'd sorry. like to see what Michael Keaton looks like with a oh, white moustache. Can you just Google Michael Keaton with Sam Elliott moustache? I, I mean, <laughs> if I had more time, I could have photoshopped that. Uh, all right. So Michael Keaton, Sam Elliott, or Idris Elba as Revolver Ocelot. Brayden, who are we picking? You see... They're all good, hey? They're all very good. It's the most important character, so we need to get this one right. It is. I love Idris Elba as Revolver Ocelot, mainly because I think, one, you're breaking down barriers, you're going to piss off a lot of really racist and people, and I love it. He, he's a heaps, and, and, he's, and he's a heaps better actor. Than, <laughs> than, 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 but Sam Elliott's actually pretty good. I was going to say, Sam Elliott, I love him as a pick. He is he's the embodiment of the physical look of the role. I'm scared he might die before we continue the rest <laughs> of the franchise. So, Keaton's my pick, because I want to see yes. him with a moustache. Jeez, you're a simple man. They're all good, man. They were good. They were excellent. Keaton is a really underrated actor, I think. That guy oh, can no, do not so at all. He can, he can do so. He, all, people nowadays don't see the Who? range that he can do. Keaton. Michael Keaton, absolutely. Dude, yes. like, how much, how good did he make that Spider Man film? Oh, uh, he yeah. sold it. Oh. Like, easily the best part of it. Just like our next characters. Ooh. Here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. The triumvirate of the Metal Gear saga Solid Snake, Liquid Snake. Master Miller, BB, and Big Boss. Um, Big Boss is the world's greatest soldier before his singular vision became an obsession to be attained at any cost. 
Solid and Liquid Snake are clones of Big Boss. One set to see his vision realized, and the other determined to bring it down. Do you like that? I spent a long time writing that. I thought that was pretty I good. I think it was very moving. Yeah. Um, and of course, Master Miller as well, because spoiler alert, <laughs> Liquid Ocelot, being the arsehole that he is, kills Master Miller, <laughs> who is Solid's master, and uh, puts on glasses and says, no, it's me. <laughs> I'm Master Miller. Turns into Wesker. Master of disguise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Obviously, we need someone who's very iconic to play these characters. Um, needs to be the same character because they're all clones. So we can see there Liquid Snake, Solid Snake, and Boss. Uh, Boss. It's like a coffee. <laughs> I'm going with Hugh Jackman. There he is. Uh, he has a huge range. Uh, he can play youthful. He can play old. He can play grumpy. Plus, he looks great without a shirt on. So Damn, that's my great. pick there he for really our does. Snake Boys. So Dan, it's my shit. Yep. So I had one first one I chose, which I didn't choose because the actor is too old now. So I thought I had to cut out. Is uh, what's his name? James. What's his last name? Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. I chose um, in the era of like the mist and stuff like that. I thought Thomas Jane would be really good, but he's too old now, so I cut him out. So, but then my first pick is I agree with Ben. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is, I think, the best human alive. Yep. Uh, (laughs) He he can sing. Yep. He, he does Broadway. He's was Wolverine. He's muscly. He can he has a, a wide range of acting. He is a beautiful family man. He's funny. He's down to earth. He's everything. Yes. Uh, um and yeah, I just think he would be a great snake o. Yep. Like and um obviously right, have you because got that we're doing picture? Which which picture? The picture that I had of someone had mocked up uh Hugh Jackman as Big Boss. Oh, I can I can find I it. I saw What's Hugh that? Jackman live on stage last year. Same. Did. Oh, actually, a couple of years back, but yeah, he was great. He was actually, very is, that, is that from is that from Logan? Because they oldened him up in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah they so, aged him up. So yeah, but, but because the the solid, so we're in Metal Gear Solid. So our snake is Ooh. the no beard snake, isn't it? Because he doesn't have a beard or an eye patch. Mm. Uh, solid snake, correct. He's yeah, uh, yeah. clean shaven. Yeah, in the one, yeah. So that's why I went for Jane, um, because he's got that big that that solidy jawline. Mm. <clears throat> Floppy. But, so, um, do you agree with me? Uh, like. I think it is a good pick. It is not the pick that I chose. Interesting. Well, I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a good pick. I think all of them are pretty good picks. I think yours saying. is really good as well. Like, I thought when I, when I saw yours, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that, that's legit. As long as he doesn't put on an accent. No, I, yeah, I correct. <laughs> no accent. Uh, so I went with Carl Urban. Uh, the so boys. This guy in The Boys, in Doom, in Judge Dredd, he can action the shit out of everything. Wasn't he Bones in the Star Trek film? He was also Bones in the Star Trek <laughs> film. So he's done a doctor. He's done a learned man. Uh, he's done drama in Almost Human where he played opposite a robot that he hated because he didn't like robots. Uh, this guy, if he needs to, speaking of chins, he can portray emotion with just a chin. He's done it in Dread and he did it well. Yeah, the um, I loved it in that scene in Dread where his chin shed a tear. Oh, it was moving. Clearly uh, moving. Yeah, him without the beard. And like with the the snake bandana and the hair done like snake, he would look really good, I reckon. Yeah, but he's got as... that imposing um, aura about him as well. That he big, heavy set. You, he enters the room, you look at him. Yeah, he he, he looks like he's made of lead. Mm. Like but he looks you, like he's too heavy. If yeah. you watch him in Doom, he can move quickly, and he doesn't have to be ripped to look imposing. Yep. All right, Braden. So we've got. Two Hugh Jackman or Carl <laughs> Urban? Who are we picking for our triumvirate of snakes? Look, I gotta say, Carl Urban is an excellent choice, but but, <laughs> but Hugh Jackman, I know, right? He's, I know, and he's Australian. As Dan said, the best human alive. Actually, Dan, I've just got confirmation. You're correct. Yeah, he should have won Australian of the Year like every year, numerous times. <laughs> he he hasn't won it early. ever, has he? No. Okay. Well, why not? All right, so before we uh, release our official casting list for our Metal Gear Solid movie, there is one character left that we have uh, ignored. Um, On purpose. This is a a big part of the plot. Uh, This character is sort of instrumental to the whole Metal Gear saga. I am, of course, talking about the one, the only, Metal Gear Rex. Metal Gear Metal Gear. Metal Gear? Metal Gear. Metal Gear. So who was the best... To play Metal Gear Rex, Brayden, please reveal my ca- pick. Wait, that's, Metal- Metal, that's Metal Gear Rex. That's Metal Gear Rex for Metal Gear Rex, I the believe, actor. I believe this is also the concept art for a film which never went forward. Uh, maybe going forward. 
What's that big barrel he's got on his? But here it is. My pick for Metal Gear X. Hideo Kojima. <laughs> Kojima is the pick to be Metal Gear X. What's mine? Go to mine. <laughs> <laughs> I chose Will Ferrell as Metal Gear, Metal Gear Ferrell. Why did you get Will Ferrell with permed hair to play Ferrell? Uh, so my choice, I went for an actual robot. <laughs> Boring. Yeah, maybe too obvious. I went for ED209 for a robot, but the ED209 that doesn't fall down the stairs and it's make the chicken Ed noise. It's ED209. It's ED. Okay, Brayden, who are we going for? ED209, Will Ferrell, or our Lord and Saviour, Hideo Kojima? You know what? I, I'm, I'm going to absolutely break the rules here because Uh-oh. the perfect combination is all three. <laughs> you take the body of ED, you take the physicality of Will Ferrell, <laughs> the limberness of it, and you take the voice of Kojima, and you mix it all. Does Rex even have a voice? No, no. It's yeah, I guess he does. No, yes, he does. Uh, uh, sorry, sorry. No, this just in. Um, no, you've been overruled. It's Kojima. Oh, oh no. Ed nine speaks. He's just like. You have 20 seconds to comply. Oh, yeah, it's in there. I've just got the call from Metal the producers. Metal Gear Rex doesn't speak. It's a robot. Oh, yeah, yeah, Metal Gear doesn't speak. Yeah, it's you're a right. vehicle. Well, it's got the brain of Kojima. Okay, here we go. So, is- our Metal Gear Solid movie casts. Starring as Sniper Wolf, we have Karen Gillian. Woo! Starring Wait, as... Let me get there. No, we're Let not doing there. that. Starring as Grey Fox, we have Donnie Yen. Starring as Psycho Mantis, we have David Tennant. Meryl Steenberg is Rena Takeda. Revolver Ocelot is Michael Keaton. Hugh Jackman will be our triumvirate of Solid Snake, Liquid Snake, and Big Boss. And Hideo Kojima <laughs> is Metal Gear Rex. Make his head smaller so it's on the actual Rex. I cannot. We can just go and see what else Kojima's been up to in Kojima Watch. Now, during the week, our Lord and Saviour, Hideo Kojima, Hail Kojima, uh, celebrated his birthday. Not that it really matters anymore, (laughs) because Kojima is immortal and limitless. Um, Nobody knows how old Kojima actually is. He's timeless. He's not of this world. Yeah, he's 160. He's He's a being with such immense knowledge that to glimpse within his mind would be to go mad. So, happy birthday, Kojima. Hail Kojima. Um, but he's also put in another part of Hideo, Hideo's musings. Uh, we learnt Kojima's favourite TV shows growing up. Uh, anyone want to take a guess at what uh, this visionary uh, of the science fiction genre and um, developer of the stealth tactic uh, game would, would watch as a kid in order to get... Growing pains? Batman. Get smart. Bewitched. I dream of genie. <laughs> Cooking shows like The Galloping Gourmet... <laughs> And watching Evil Knievel kill himself most of the time. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. They're the influences that brought us that magnificent specimen of human perfection. Do you know what happened to you recently? I thought Evil Knievel was a made-up character. (laughs) (laughs) He was. Welcome back to Hack the Dino. I'm Ben Rosenthal. That's Dan McGuinness. That's Floppy Staric. And where you can't see is Braden Dixon. Hello. He could be right behind you. You'll never know until you feel the death creep up. Mm. We play games here and we sometimes like to talk about those games that we've played. And funnily enough, we're going to do that right now. But before we do, be sure to head over to youtube.com backslash hack the dino and uh, subscribe to us over there and maybe like some videos and give our trailer a watch and tell your friends and help us, you know, be better uh or you should be watching this on twitch.tv backslash hot the hot the dino hot that dino everyone if you've got yourself a dino that's a bit cool you might want to hit him up because they are cold-blooded so be sure to hot the dino on twitch.tv thank you i'm a paleontologist just and finally if you just want to hear the audio so when you're driving you can hear our dulcet tones and floppies farts head on over (laughs) to soundcloud or on itunes or on spotify Anyway, let's talk about some games. Dan, what have you been playing? I've been playing um, Xenocrisis. I checked out because someone said to me, dude, you love Sega. You should check out this new Mega Drive game that's just come out. (laughs) 
So this is basically an old school Smash TV clone, if, if you will. Uh, you can play two player or one player kind of vibe. Except it's like got the, obviously the Xeno, the alien vibe to it instead of being on a TV show. I actually enjoy Smash TV a bit more than this game. Because <laughs> I like the I like the tongue in cheek of, Sna of Smash TV when you win all the toasters and stuff like that. I think that's funny. But this game, it was so, it was so hard. I had to put it down to... Um, Baby mode or easy. Oh, oh, he looks great. So what what makes this game different that this can actually run on a Sega Mega Drive? So you know how people bring up pixel games these days, but they're not actual pixel games. Yeah. Like they're, they're, you know, so pixels can't turn. You know no. what I mean? And yeah. stuff like that. So this can actually run on a Sega Mega Drive. It came out on a cartridge with Sega Mega Drive case and everything, <laughs> um, which I, I really love that idea. Um it has procedure, procedure, what's that word? Procedure, procedure generated. Levels kind of thing. So each time you come in, you know, you, you got, there's a certain amount of rooms and just like Smash TV, you're trying to find where the boss is. Um, you have, uh, you have two players. Uh, so as in you can be, you can be two players or you can be, you can be a guy or a girl. I didn't find any difference in between the guy and the girl, which was fine. So I always played the girl cause she looked cool. And then the guy looked like a bit of a, a cheese, a cheese mode. Um, or a chode. A chode. Um, so you have, uh, one of the criticisms I had in this game is that there was heaps of different weapons in it, but like you didn't actually, um, uh, you hardly ever get them. Like they, you, maybe you'll, you'll, you'll play the game and you'll probably get two weapons in a whole game, like different weapons that come up. Uh, but as I played it, I kept playing it and playing it and playing it and playing it. Each time I played it, there was more weapons coming up and I'm like, man, they really should have the weapons uh, rotating more in there, so you get this full variation. The other thing I found weird about it is that you have to get ammo. So as soon as your gun's firing, you're firing your gun. As soon as it runs out of ammo, an ammo container will appear somewhere on on the map, and you have to run. So sometimes you just don't have any any ammo, and you just get like overwhelmed. Um, in, you collect dog tags, and in between the levels, you can upgrade your uh, you know, your, how many hearts you've got, how powerful your gun is, how many grenades you got, stuff like that. My advice. Uh, from my experimenting in it, is you just upgrade your gun's power to the maximum. Because if you don't, you get up to the third level and you just have to shoot aliens so much before they die that you just get mobbed. Like, you just you just can't win. So that that's my advice. Hot tip. Where did you play this? Uh, game Pass. It's oh, really? Game, it's on yeah. Game Pass? Yeah, awesome. This is, this is a Game Pass game, uh, which makes me feel a bit weird because it wasn't on Mega Drive. But I would, I would love to get this on the Mega Drive and own it, but I fear it'll probably be a million dollars. But um, Let's have a look. Brayden? I can go to watch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can also roll as well. So you can roll out of danger kind of thing. Like, you know, yeah, can you roll. roll for initiative? No. <laughs> uh, so this basically, the sound is Mega Drive level sound. Sweet. So when they're talking, it's like, and all, you know, that kind of, uh, you know, it's a, it, really muffled. The, yeah. The idea that it can run on a Mega Drive, I really love that idea. Like, that cool. and, and I like having games having that limit, you know, that, you know, they can't do everything they want. So they have to create a good game with a within a certain uh, boundary or whatever, however you want uh, to call it. A 3.5 floppy disk. Yeah. Sorry, what? Yep. Floppy disk. Um, it has six levels. I got up to the fourth level um, right, from playing it for a uh, thing. It says it's got six levels and it says the, the, the play time is around about six hours to finish it. But I got to the... I got to the fourth level in probably 20 minutes, <laughs> but I think it's because like it just takes you that long to get good enough to finish it. All right. <laughs> yeah. So you know, the average playtime it said was six hours. So this is a great Games Pass game. Um, I would love to own this on Mega Drive as you know a beautiful shelf piece because I love when they bring out these games. Like you know they're in in Japan they're still bringing out Super Nintendo games and mm. stuff with the box and the packaging and everything. We've got a couple I think for sale actually at Greenlight Comics through. Mm. Through Kinkaju Collectibles. Kinkaju Collectibles. For all your Kaiju Collectibles. Ted, you're going to love this, okay? I'm yes. I'm going to bring it up so that everyone at home can see it on the screen as well. Oh, my God. I'm so, uh, I'm so angry. Am I going to... Don't look, don't well, look yet, Dan. Close, close your eyes, Dan. I'm going to pitch a tent. All right. You ready? So, here we go. Here you go. Have so a look, Dan. 55 pounds, which is 100 Australian dollars. That you need you to get, get that. You can get it in whatever region you have. Oh, that's good. How much uh, is shipping, though? Uh, no idea what shipping is. Shipping will cost you another like Shipping will be a bucks. nightmare right now. And uh, also, you can get it in original black or modern blue. Oh, it's the other cartridge. I would have gone the original black. Cause I'm, looks... I, yeah, that, 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 that's where it's at. I think um, you need to get this. Yeah, I probably will get it. You know, cool. one of the, the dino followers bought it for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, oh, Patreon. You, you can get the red one as well. The Genesis. Oh, look, you can get all the different. Oh, see, they're variants. That's basically a variant. Well, that's the Japanese card. You should probably get one of each. No, just like the OG black. But yeah, I, I love this kind of thing. I am a massive Sega fan. Sega's my thing. Nintendo's his thing. PlayStation's his thing. No, no, sh- no PlayStation. What? Xbox. Xbox. Oh, oh yeah, PlayStation's Braden. Hey. Um, he, he does have the PlayStation tattoo. Floppy, when you're the last to join, you get the leftovers. I like these little, the little, um, the pictures in between the levels. And like the third level, it's like we interrogated one of the aliens and convinced them to tell us where their next base was. And they've just got this alien by the neck and they're holding a gun to its face. It's going, oh. And I'm like, weird. Nice tongue in cheek. Great game. Check it out. It's super hard. Good with two people, um, but it is like the level of hardness these games were. So don't expect you to, you're not going to finish it in the first run. Done. Who's next? Me. And speaking of tongues in the cheeks, I played Battletoads. <laughs> yeah, that could have gone somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Battle, Battletoads, the, the new Battletoads game that came out. Uh, they're back after 24 years. I know it's 24 years because they remind me about it every goddamn three seconds. Oh. Um, so. Honestly, this game isn't as bad as I was expecting. Uh, it, I was a big fan of um, Battletoads on the NES. Yeah, it was a great game. I never got past that goddamn speeder bike level. Did it was you do impossible. the SNES one? Uh, I've got the SNES one at home. I haven't played it in years and years and years, though. But the, the NES one... looks thrilling. The NES one... Oh, this is a, a side quest game or a mini game. Um, yeah, it, it's... Uh, all right, I'm going to read my notes here because I vomited them all down on here. Uh, and we'll just go from there. There is a lot of notes here, eh? There yeah. is. So I played last Saturday. I had a very rare uh, Saturday afternoon where no one was home and I didn't have anything to do. So I went, sweet, I'm going to play video games for a couple of hours. And I did. And I got about halfway through Battletoads. Um, and after about halfway, I went, you know what? I think I'm done. You're Ooh. out. I'm out. So <laughs> first and foremost, it tries really hard to be funny. But the jokes are really lame and super obvious. Uh, it, <laughs> not clever at all. So one of the jokes is one of the Battletoads, uh, he, he's gone a bit eccentric and, and trying to figure out the plan of where the uh, Black Queen is. And uh, they go, oh, how long have you been in here? And he says, oh, not long. And you go, what? why are you wearing a diaper? And he's, it pans down and he's wearing a diaper that's full of poo. That's the joke. Oh, because he'd been there so long he yeah. needed to poo. Yeah, I yeah. thought I thought the joke was going to be he'd been there since he was a little baby. <laughs> um, so the the meta jokes that they try and pull as well I mentioned before we haven't been seen for twenty six years. It's like, yeah, okay. Um, it doesn't look that bad. Like the style looks cool. It does, but what really is a little bit off putting is because it's a two dimensional thing. They haven't really um, got the shading down correctly. So sometimes the enemies bleed into the background. Um, another thing, there was one particular enemy, uh, and it was just this one enemy, so I think it's a bit of a, a not a glitch, but a, a oh. slight bug, um, is uh, one of the enemies, if you're playing as uh, Pimp, not Pimple, uh, Zitz, I think, Boil. if you're too close to him, uh, you can't do the final uh, attack of the combo, of like the five button press combo, and you miss him, so he just doesn't die, so you have to stop back up a bit so you're in the right distance before you can do it. And I think it's just a little bit of a glitch. And I think that sort of stuff should be pretty obvious that you shouldn't have to, you know, it only happens with one specific type of enemy and uh, and one particular character. So that just took me out of it a little bit. Um, there's mini puzzles in it a lot. Uh, so for example, uh, you're going through underground and you come up against a hacking game, mini game. And it's one of those ones where you have to press the button a certain amount of times, like a rhythm game, basically. Um, and it was not fun at all. <laughs> Thankfully, they added a skip button. Uh, so whenever I came up against this hacking game again for the next five or six times throughout the level where you had to hack to open up the door, you can just go skip hacking game. <laughs> so that was cool. I really appreciated that. They respected my time. You had the opportunity to do it if you wanted, but if not, you could just skip it. Um, there were other mini games as well, like the circuits where you had to align the circuits in a simple way and make the electricity go through and like i don't really play a, a, a side a side scrolling beat-em-up to do hacking games. Yes, yes correct. correct exactly was going to be my next point oh, sorry <laughs> uh, like because they added those mini games the hacking games on it it slows the whole game down and i think it's because this game is only about six hours long um four four hours long no that's right yours was six uh this is about four hours long and uh it, 
it slows it to a crawl. Like I'm playing a side scrolling beat em up uh, because I want to be entertained and I want to have, you know, that fast paced action. Feel powerful. Yeah, you want to keep fighting and have these swarms come in and fight, fight, fight. But yeah, all that just slows it all down. It, it just wasn't fun. They seem to move, like they walk, but they don't move much distance when they're walking. No, and there's not really a run button either. And the screen is mm. actually really small. There needs to be a double tap run. Like, yeah, there's, the there is none. Um, yeah, well, after one of my notes here is after playing Streets of Rage 4, which was really cool, yeah, uh, and great, they had the the right um, the screen size, it was it was just, yeah, this just feels like Lost well, there you go. So you've got Streets of Rage 4 and you've got uh, River City Girls. River like, City Girls is perfect. Yeah, River City Girls isn't cheap. No. Anywhere. Uh, but yeah, Streets of Rage 4 is on Game Pass as well. So you might, why would you not? Play that. That's amazing. Yeah. Street Race 4, go for that. Um, the cutscenes look really nice. It looks like an anime uh, or a, a cartoon. Um, again, if you take out that really tongue-in-cheek uh, humor, it, it's pretty cool. Um, but it, annoying. Big, well, it, I'm showing a bit of my prejudice. I'm very picky on my writing. And um, yeah, it, it's very much 13-year-old uh, juvenile humor who haven't <laughs> really read a lot of books. Stoner humor. Not even stoner humor. I oh. find it really busy and I start I, I find it really easy to lose where the character and the enemies yeah. are in the background that's what I was talking about it's hard to angle them up so you get the attack right as well yeah um, now the one big thing that really annoyed me when you're playing Battletoads it's pretty much just a button masher like you press one or two buttons and then if yeah. you, you press two together you have an attack and, and that was basically it the controls here are way too complicated. So, for example, to do an attack, you have to hold the trigger button while pressing A, then toggling left to use your tongue to grab something. Ew. But if you wanted to use your tongue to get some flies to make your health go up, it's a whole different button combination for the same tongue grab animatic. And that just frustrated the hell out of me because I'd be going to get some health of these flies and I'd be doing the wrong tongue one. And it doesn't tell you you're doing the wrong tongue one. His tongue just sticks out and you don't grab the fly. And you think, why are you, what are you, oh, I'm doing the wrong one. So you have to switch that. The controls like uh, are things like hold this left trigger, but the right R button, but press these two together. Oh, yeah, um, no, trigger juggling. Nah. Yeah, it, it's, it's really bad, really difficult, really awful to just, it's not intuitive and I didn't enjoy doing it. Um, so the last act of the game is a cross between a puzzle platformer and a twin stick shooter. Up until that point, the game had been a brawler. What's that? It had been a brawler up until the last act. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where it becomes um, yeah, a, a puzzle platformer and a twin stick shooter. Is that in this file, you reckon? I don't understand Brain why right they in. would do uh, Why, I mean, I why do you do that? You why do you nah. spend an entire game setting up one so, like form of gameplay? And then well, they also it? have the, the motorbike bit in it as well, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I was just about to get on that as well. The bike level itself. So the original bike level in the NES hmm. game is infamous. Like It is known for being really, really hard, really uh, difficult. You need like split second reflexes in order to make it past that level. As I mentioned, I don't think I've ever done it mm. um, because it's so extremely hard. I always use the warp to skip past it. Um, this one is almost boring. Like right. I was, Easy boring? Yeah. I was expecting some kind of a challenge, maybe not as hard as the previous challenge uh, in the NES game, but uh, this one was just, it was like a really slow, lame mobile runner. Yeah, yeah. You know those runner games? Yeah, where yeah. You just go yeah. left or right? It was Infinites. like that. Yeah, uh, and then they banter a couple of times, and again, so the jokes aren't funny, and they fall flat. Um, How much do you reckon it should be if you paid for it? If I'm paying for this, I reckon the sweet spot would probably be twenty five, thirty bucks. Oh, that's a lot. That's, yeah, I, I, I would have been going like fifteen bucks. I, I was going seven ninety five. It is a full game though. No, it's not. It's four, four hours. hours. I don't think length determines like how much effort goes into a game. No, that's what the, that's, like what, that's what your 20. girlfriend said. Twenty is like a good round number. Yeah. Um, I would say that uh, it is in Game Pass, so give it a try. It is $60 Australian. Oh! So if you don't have Game Pass, yeah, probably skip it. Um, Also, in baby mode, so the easy mode, I don't think you actually die. At all? No, you just keep respawning until you finish the level. So like that Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, you just don't... Yeah, should have been called, called like, um, lock-in. (laughs) <laughs> lock in <laughs> the old time credit time zone lock in yeah so i was talking to my friend about this uh and he played it as well and he That's just said that uh it's fine. Like the way he described it is, oh, it's fine. And that's what he's really concerned the Xbox is going to end up becoming. Fine. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Like just no big, holy smoke flight simulator games. Just it'll do. It's fine. What do you mean? That's good enough. What about Halo? (laughs) As I said, 
<laughs> this is yeah. what he's really concerned about. Um, yeah, so if you've got Games Pass, definitely give it a go, especially if you have the nostalgia for the old things. Um, mm. You can see what I mean about the writing. It, it's, I, I don't think I laughed once. I was more eye-rolled than laughed. Oh, so far, they go went all the way around, came back. Mm. Mm. All right, anyway, Floppy. Yes. What have you been playing? Uh, I've been playing Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3. Uh, this will be a short one because due to life, I didn't get a lot of time to play this week. Uh, but playing the Avengers beta the other weekend sort of got me in the mood for some Marvel stuff. I ended up watching a few Marvel films you with have my kids. Fortnite. I until yeah. you told me didn't actually realise that there was a Marvel Fortnite thing That's going. Right. I'm probably going to look at it now. Um, but this is a game that I've had for a little while and I'd sort of played a little bit of and never really gone back to it because I know it's a bigger game. Um, People yeah. love these games. Yeah, look, it really got me into the mood for it. So this one is uh, takes place in its own story, but it has like so many Marvel characters and they're all a lot of fun. It's very sort of tongue-in-cheek. Uh, you take control of a uh, four-player team, which at the start is uh, Star-Lord and Gamora and Drax and uh, Rocket and Groot, who act as one. And you can flick between each character. Yep. They obviously I, have different attacks. And stuff I can't like. believe you can't do that in the new Avengers game. You can't flick yeah. between your characters. I'm like, because you get to a bit and you're like, man, I wish I was Hulk right now and he's in my team. Yeah, so you can either play single player and just flick between each character or play multiplayer and you know control one each. Going through sort of a pretty linear oh. levels and things like that. Oh. And it's pretty simple in the fact that you have, you know, a lighter attack, a heavier attack, uh, a special ability for each character, and then there's like blocks and extreme measures and things like that. Cool thing is you can, um, the AI people will actually interact with you when doing special moves and stuff like that, and you can link them. Right, we might need Floppy's special image again. Oh, yeah, we might. I keep looking away. So. Oh, Floppy. Yeah, I know. I'm doing it. Okay, I've got to um, say as well, just quickly as well, I really, really like the Marvel Ultimate Alliance games, and this one is stupid good. Yeah, it is really cool fun. The really cool fun about thing about it as well is when you go through and you can uh, customize all your characters and your team. So you can really go in-depth in this and get specific sets of people as you unlock more and more characters to be like ultimate original Avengers team and it'll give you certain buffs or you can just pick characters that you want because they look cool do like does Iron Man play a lot different to like maybe a punchy character uh, like yeah. can he fly yeah yeah so he can fly and he'll have attacks that are like his um, his uh, ion blasters things like that and he'll jump up in his special attacks and things like that will be like his uni beam and stuff like that whereas Hulk will pick stuff up throw them like smash, do they ground, feel do like different to play do they have different uh, yeah. move sets like, like the Avengers heaps. game not heaps different but right. they like so Star-Lord will play very similar to Iron Man oh okay so, it's like, so like there's probably like maybe like three or four types of characters and it just goes between yeah I'd say there'd be like four or so types of characters and then you just got different skins on them really with different effects when they do their special powers and stuff like that. Fair uh, a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to playing more, unlocking heaps more characters and really getting into it. I've just unlocked uh, mm. right, it's not like Venom and, and Electro and things like that. So, well, not Electro, I beat Electro, but got Venom as one of my characters. So I'm looking forward to using him. Can He's you cool. play with your mates? Did you mention that? Yep. So you can be in teams yep. at four or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, and then, yeah. I really enjoy it. I really like it. I'm looking forward to playing more. Well done. And that's what we've been playing this week over on Hack the Dino. Hey, guess what? Dan versus the world time. Dan versus the world. Perfect timing. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we know you're still reeling from our Metal Gear Solid casting, but we're here to play a game. Let's do uh, it. It's time for Dan versus the world, where Dan, representing Dan, takes on the world, represented by Floppy and by Brayden, in a musical game quiz. I have three songs from video games past or present or future. I will play the first five seconds of one song. Each team will have a guess five times in a row, alternating, of course. Uh, at the end of that, they have to try and guess where the game... What no. it is. Yep. Good. Let's go. Names they can guess beforehand, things. but blah, blah, blah. Yep. At the end of that one, the world was on 31 and Dan was on 30. You'll get the rules. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> All right, here we go. Song number one. Oh, and you have to say in the chat. And chat, don't spoil it. All right. Hey. Is it a multiplayer game? Actually, I don't know. Not an online multiplayer. Uh, let's just change it. Is it an online multiplayer game? No. Okay. I don't think. Is it a triple A title? It might be. Uh, I wouldn't call it a triple <laughs> A. Okay. Question number two, Dan. So it, can I just like, verify for this question? So would you say it's a full price game? Yes. Yeah, okay. So this is, uh, we're <laughs> um, what 
I'm just trying to look at my list of questions. What is its art style? I like this question. Uh, tell me what it is. Cell shaded. Again. 3D. Cartoony type. Mm. Cell shading. Alright. Uh, question number two, World. Who are you playing as? Um, number of people. You get to choose. Oh, different pe- types of people, eh? Question number three. What genre of game is it? Uh, it's a... What's not third person, but above that even more? Isometric? Is, is that isometric? It's an isometric game. Mm. Is that the word? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's even a word. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Question number three, World. I need to know. Uh, are you selecting classes of people? Oh, yes. Brayden. Yes, you are, I believe. Good classes question. of people. I should really research these games. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have a cheat sheet for yourself. <laughs> question number four. Um, <laughs> have we asked what it's on? Uh, no, you haven't. Uh, what What was it originally on? Switch. Snitch. Question number four, World. Have we talked about it this show? I was going to ask, are you guys uh, doing the hack? Yes, we have. Switch. Now, sorry, just to uh, clarify, this show, you mean the live recording where we record all the yes. shows all together? Yes. Yes, yes. So you talked about it last week. Yes. Have we talked about it this week? Yeah. Okay. Question number five, Dan. It's your freebie. Um, are we already up to five questions? Yep. We smashed them when we've got questions. When we've got questions, we get through it quick. Does anyone know what it is? <laughs> right, good, cool. Because uh, I don't. <laughs> what um, is it... Have we asked what the main protagonist is? Oh, no, no, you said it was a whole bunch of yeah. things. Um, um, give me a clue. Um, Without giving it away to Brayden. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you want to ask that? No. Um, <laughs> what do you use in the game? What do you, what's your weapon, your main weapon? Depends on the character or you choose. Or tool. Oh. Well, so, so it's character-based. You want to say? Yeah, go for it, mate. Is it Minecraft Dungeons? God, no. What? <laughs> it's Marvel Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance, Alliance 3. Three. <laughs> I am a champion. I won the point. What's worse is I could see Floppy sitting there going, yeah, I know this. I know what this I is. I know this because you've just been playing I've it. I've just been playing Yeah, so you recognize the music. That's why I asked. <laughs> oh, I, no, was... I thought you knew. I'm like, no, nah, you go for it because it's going to look heaps obvious if I say it. No. Although, <laughs> all, uh, with Braden's with, with Braden things, all those things fall under the Minecraft category of dungeons. All of that fits. It I'm so like sorry, a, man. I it was it. a fantasy style like, oh, I'm sorry, dude. I totally thought we were on the same page. I'm so Every sorry. Every single thing that we asked applies to both of us. Yeah. Even the chat's calling Brayden a dum-dum. <laughs> Here we go. Song number two. Oh, good number one. Oh, that was Damn. nice. Question number one. Wasn't much of a song. Um, what genre of game is that from? Uh, it, it's an adventure puzzle game. Adventure puzzles. Okay. Okay. Narrated it down to 4,000 games. What 4 million. year was it released? Oh, God. What a question. H- how about you change it to what system it came out on? What system <laughs> did it come out on? PlayStation 4. <laughs> you could have asked, well, did it come out in the last thing of me, Jeff. Question number two, Dan. All right. So is it a, um, do, do you know who the developer is? <laughs> no. Okay, that's not my question. <laughs> that's the question you are. The, the question. Um, it's not the question because oh, Floppy's putting up a struggle. Is it an indie game? Yes, it is. Oh. Question number two, what? Nice. What was the first question? What is? <laughs> Braden, do you want to ask a question? Uh, okay. Uh, what is your? What's your end goal? What's the end game? Ooh, uh, cool. End goal What's is... What's your like, overall thing you're doing? Okay, you're trying to get home. Okay. Yeah, it's a good way to put it, actually. Well done, me. Yes. <laughs> what, was the first, what was the first question again? <laughs> Sorry? Can anyone remember? It was yours. Fuck. Um, <laughs> question number three. What? Um, what is the main protago? It's a boy. Boy. It's a boy. Oh, boy. Question number three. I see. I want to take a stab, but I've already like effed up so much this yeah, don't. These past two rounds. I don't know. You know what? Is it rhyme? Yes. Oh, good on you, Braden. Redeemed. 
I was going to say, I thought it might have been inside. No. Because that's all those no. things as well. So, uh, what do we got there? Dan on 31, World on 32? Oh, boy, I'm Dan. I'm on your coattails, mate. There okay. we go. Get off. Scratch, scratch your bum bum. Song number claws. three. Oh, that's hot. Wait for it. Wait for the drop. This is the whole thing. I said wait for it. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's awesome. Uh, question number one, Dan. Um, <laughs> did it come out last No. <coughs> Sorry. What is, is it? Um, is it a disc or a cartridge? <laughs> it's a cartridge game. Yes. It's on a cartridge. World question number one. See, I was gonna say what was the answer, but that's I don't really even want to ask that. Poxel. Uh, what console is this player by? The NES. NES. I know the developer of this one. If you want to, <laughs> I think that's a good enough hint. You know the developer? Yes. Not like personally. No, personally. <laughs> Um, Jeff, he's just at my house. Jeff, my uncle. Get off. Uh, question oh, number two. I thought two. you actually meant you knew them. <laughs> Who's the developer? Rare. Yep. Not oh. Question number two. World. Um. Ness. Is it? I wasn't, your call. I wasn't born. Is it multiplayer? Yes. Not question online multiplayer. Well, no, because there was no online. I really want to Google something. No. <laughs> Multiplayer. Um, what uh, genre of game is it? To uh, beat 'em up. Well, question number three. Who's the like m- the the biggest character? Like, oh, do it. Yeah, that's that. Character that's most associated to the game. <laughs> Toads. Shit. <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is it? Is it Battletoads? Which yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say which one. It weren't two Battletoads, was it? But no, that was the tunnel stage that I was talking uh, about earlier. Yeah. The rate was the, the, oh, the, can the we just, bike yeah, thing. Yeah. Give us some love. I just yeah. got another one. Well well I have caught up. We are now head neck on neck. If we ran through the finishing line now, we would both win. <laughs> or both lose. Both no, lose. Win. I'm a half. So at the end man. of that round, we are world on 32. Dan on 32. We're all tied up, baby. Braden, take us out. We've been hacked the Dino. I'm Ben Rosenthal. That's Dan McGuinness. This is intermission. That's Floppy Starrick. No, we're doing the ending now, Dan. It's because you stuffed the bloody thing up, Dan. And that's Brayden over there, cussing and swearing like the old sailor person that he is. You can catch us over on youtube.com backslash hackthedino, where we would really appreciate it if you could subscribe and tell your friends and share the channel so we can grow and become big and strong and reach our final form. I have hair in that one, just not in my head. Uh, you can also catch us over on twitch.tv backslash hackthedino where we stream our recordings live. Maybe some other stuff coming up. Who knows? Better hit the follow button so you can stay informed. And cruise over there and you can get in the chat and have your say and we'll ignore it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and finally, if you don't like our faces, cool man. Jerk. Uh, head on over to Spotify or iTunes or SoundCloud where you can hear us talk the words with our mouths and have a great time. Because we're good. Having the time of our lives. Dan, is there some people you'd like to thank? I would love to thank our Patreon. So <gasps> every week we thank the top tier Patreons and part of their Patreon pledge they get to be thanked. So thank you to Luke Beard. Thank you to Sam Beard. Thank you to Todd Randall. Thank you to Tomaso. Thank you to Mike Town. Thank you to Karen Knight. Thank you to Ash Knight. Thank you to Dylan Stevens. Thank you to Callum Bard. Thank you to Game Boy Dad. And that's it. That's I've it got for other weird stuff ones. written, uh, uh, top tier stuff. So we've got Dino Moore back for uh, everyone who is uh, $1 pledger and higher over at patreon.com backslash hack the dino. That comes out once a month and we stream it right into our secret little Facebook group that only Patreons can come in. Um, if you'd like to talk to us personally, you can. Head on over to bit.ly backslash hack the dino. Join our Discord server where heaps of people talk about heaps of good words like. Um, we show off game collections, and we show off um, 
There's heaps of stuff there. Dick pic. I mean, uh... No, that's on the Patreon. Sorry, yeah, that's the look, Patreon. That's the $20 level. I only did that once and I'm sorry. <laughs> Banned from Twitch again. Floppy, uh, have you got something you'd like to plug? Yeah, check out me out on Instagram at Floppy Plays Games. There'll be pictures and stuff of games. <laughs> games that I buy, play and buy and hope I play one day. Great. Dan. I would like to plug uh, my horror podcast, Terrorvision Horror Podcast, it is called. So if you want to hear me talk about bang on uh, about horror movies with uh, Jennifer the Batman Strand, you can go over there. We do it every- Surely Jennifer the Bat Strand would be a better name. Yeah, I don't know why she's called that. Um, I don't know why she's allowed to call that on Facebook and they haven't hit her up about it. <laughs> um, it's, join us every Tuesday, Adelaide time, where we bang on about horror films because I love horror. Terrorvision. Horror podcast. Brayden. If you want to hear the younger generation yabber on about the movie industry, you can check out Millennial Movie Talk, where myself and my friends gather every week and we discuss all the movie news and what we've been watching, as well as we uh, do a little bit of homework every week, so that way you can watch something along with us and come back and hear our thoughts the following week. I also do that my podcast. Get off my lawn, <laughs> you damn kids. Thanks for that, Brayden. And if you like retro and all things old and crusty like us, head on over to Retro Trigger, where we talk to guests about retro things that are 15 years old and that. Anyway, that's us for another time. Thanks for joining us for this time. We'll be back another time to talk time. Shit. <laughs> <laughs>